Hello and welcome to Move Over Work episode 6 with me Jackie and me Ash. So we have had quite a long break and we know listeners that we've done this to you quite a few times already. <laughs> We're sorry about that. So there's quite a big reason why we've had such a long break this time and yeah. it's it's a pretty awful reason to be honest. So as you know one of the reasons that we wanted to start doing this podcast was because work was taking over and we felt like we just weren't good at controlling our lives and, and having other things in our lives except work and a big motivating factor for me was that I was going to be going on maternity leave and that I was pregnant. I was a bit worried about going slightly mad with so much free <laughs> free time on my hands and, and actually that, that didn't need to really be a worry there. Those first few weeks of maternity leave were were pretty great with that crazy rain that was going on at that time. Apocalyptic weather. <laughs> yeah, the pre-Brexit rains. <laughs> so perfect foreshadowing as if this is going to be a book. This is how the Brexit book would start with this massive storm. <laughs> you so, can tell that oh. as an English teacher right there as well. <laughs> and so, you know, I didn't really need to worry and I definitely got to grips with that slower pace of life there. And yeah. But things have definitely taken a turn that, that we could never have quite anticipated yeah. and, and a pretty horrific one to be honest so my son Wes was born on the 25th of June and it was all pretty traumatic and pretty quick and my placenta abrupted and I was rushed into hospital and when Wes was born he didn't breathe for 17 minutes and he was a real little fighter because he did then start yep. breathing and we had four amazing days together and I am so grateful that he fought through lots of his injuries and he had really severe brain damage because of not breathing and lots of his organs had gone into shutdown. But every time the doctors thought, oh, this was going to be it, he kept on fighting a little bit more for us. And so we had a really, really special time with him before he passed away on mm -hmm. the 28th of June. And it's like a massive hole inside you. Yeah. And the last month has been completely bizarre and empty and happy yeah. and a pit of despair and all of those things sometimes in Some one mixture. day yeah yeah and when I came home from the hospital Alex said oh but you're not going to be able to do the podcast anymore when he saw some of our recording equipment <laughs> and I just said why not and he said well you know you talked about mini green a lot on the podcast mm. he said yeah but I need all the things that we talk about in the podcast even more now, having hobbies yeah. and having something to be passionate about and something to get interested in because there's just a big expanse of nothingness yeah. in this big hole where I thought we were going to be bringing home a baby and we didn't. Yeah. And that actually I definitely need things in my life right now because yeah. not having anything in your life and not having things to be passionate about and not having hobbies is what happens when you just end up going to a really dark place like we talked yeah. about before in a previous episode when we were talking about flow yeah and how oh what's that guy's name chick sent me high <laughs> oh you still got I it still, still got it still got it but how he suggested that you know when we're by ourselves and if we don't communicate with us we end up going to a really dark place and i've definitely found that in the last month or so that that having people and and things to to try and do yeah make get it. through this yeah and really it is a case of, of getting through it rather mm -hmm. than being passionate i definitely say yeah but it's because um when you text me jackie to say about the podcast and because i wasn't sure what was gonna happen with it um so um so you've got a message there <laughs> we'll just edit that out. <laughs> so when you text me, so when i text when i te when you text me jackie to say that um you really you wanted to talk about it on the podcast and what alex said you said you still really want to continue and i was so pleased that you did because i just thought what a fitting tribute to wes do this because he was so much a part of our podcast 
Um, I just think also it's just it's so important to talk about grief in this way because it's something that people never do and I think particularly if it's the death of a child it's it's just so unspoken and when I when when you first said text and told me about what happened with Wes I was like, just so keen to have something to like either listen to or something to read to like help me help you and it's just there's just like a dearth of information is dearth the right word is that right yeah. there's lo- like, no information is what I mean so there's, there's nothing really there to like do this and so when you said you want to do this podcast I was like this is really a really important thing to do to share this really painful really tragic story but yeah. people need to hear what it's like to go through that and what is the best way to support someone through that as well I think absolutely and I think that grief is really different for everyone and so some people out there that might yeah. listen to this and think that is not what I did when yeah. I experienced yeah. you know the grief for, for whoever it mm-hmm. may have been that passed away of whatever occurred but for me, I can you know I can only put forward my own yeah my own experience here, but also that I think that British people are just not very good at yeah emotions and dealing with someone else's emotions mm-hmm. and lots of people's opening question is, are you okay? Yeah. Well, no, shockingly, yeah. I'm I'm not so great at the moment, but I would nearly always answer. Yeah, yeah fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be honest, is kind of what they want me to say because as soon as it's come out of their mouth, they realise... They realized... feel relieved. They're like... Yeah, because they, they haven't actually asked you the question to see, are you okay? It's more like of an open gambit to be like, I'm going to say, how are you? She's going to say, I'm fine. And we're going to then move on to something else. This is yeah. like an awkward... But I also kind of feel like when somebody's lost somebody... That's too many somebody's in one sentence. <laughs> but when someone's experienced yeah. loss, actually don't feel that you have to tiptoe around it and, and I think yeah. acknowledge it and say, I'm so sorry to hear about what yeah. happened with Wes or, you know, loved seeing those photos yeah. or, you know, how are you dealing with things yeah. and, and actually don't ignore it because I kind of think that's yeah. a bit of an elephant in the room yeah. there to, to pretend that that's not there. Which actually ironically makes it more awkward in the long run if someone hasn't acknowledged mm. it and hasn't sort of brought that up. I think what's been really nice is that we've spoken about and you've been you've spoken so much about Wes and I've seen so many photos and I have really enjoyed that as well and it's something that I think is really special to be able to share that and to have been like to, to be party to those photos and to have seen those I think that's so wonderful uh, and, and to not have it that it is an elephant in the room it's, it's something that comes up in conversation and sometimes it doesn't and that's like it's fine yeah and that that was something that I said to Alex about wanting to do the podcast again as well was that you know Wes was our son and he was here and, yeah. and he will always be our son yeah. and we'll always be his mummy and daddy and that you know it is totally heartbreaking that he's not here now yeah. and that I definitely in our last episode when we were talking about you know needed to make him hurry up and get out <laughs> but at the time thought next time we do the podcast I'm gonna have a tiny baby how is this yeah. gonna work and that that that's not how it's turned yeah. out which is just horrific yeah but at the same time I still want all my friends and family to know how brilliant he was yeah. and, and to be part of that because that also then provides a greater support for me yeah. and Alex in the long run as well because I feel like grief really consumes you at yes. times and, and kind of comes in waves and and I was chatting to one of my friends and, and she said that her mum had said you just don't know when they're going to hit Yeah. and I think that's really true that sometimes it can just catch you and, and Alex and I have definitely both found that some days are just harder than others yeah. and there's not there's no reason for that it just is no and that it can really 
get you, but we've definitely found the days that have been the worst are when we have not planned what we're going to mm-hmm. do and that you've just got this stretch of time yeah. stretching out in front of you and that makes it much easier to go to that pretty dark place and and to really get upset and to be consumed by that. Yeah. And that, you know, I definitely say there are a few tears shed every day and some days there's outright bawling. Yeah. And some days there's not. Yeah. And and that is just different with every day. But we definitely so Alex was off work for a couple of weeks afterwards mm. and, and we really tried to kind of make a plan for most days and to be good to each, each other. other. Yeah. And so we, we got on with our cooking uh, and tried to because we realised that if we didn't cook something good, we just ended eat, up yeah. eating rubbish or not really eating anything at all. Because even though we were cooking some pretty great things, we actually weren't that hungry yeah. all the time. Yeah. So we, you know, experimented with some good dishes. Uh, lovely friend of ours Russell he heard about our new cooking exploits and he sent us a book on cooking kale because that is his favourite ingredient it's a great book I've just seen it 50 shades of kale it is amazing Ash literally picked it off the bookshelf when she came and went this is great although I do feel like one of the recipes particularly was for a grilled cheese and kale sandwich do you really need recipes yeah. for that one? But I feel like they were they were stretching the fifty recipes. Yeah. Well, you also got kale slaw, <laughs> which is like a win every time. So I'll I'll take the grilled cheese if I get the kale slaw. That's fine. Exactly, exactly. So you know, we tried to cook a little bit more and did yeah. some baking. The woes of our oven continue. Oh. That we've realised that you know any cake the bottom doesn't bake so well <laughs> although ash witnessed this evening I, I baked bread for us for our dinner delicious and uh, i think it was probably my best loaf yet because i've now realized at what point i need to turn the loaf over to make sure i don't get, get a soggy bottom <laughs> my everlasting problem of a soggy bottom so definitely kind of just looking after ourselves on a really basic level yeah. and feeding each other because we had time to cook things that took four hours yeah. or three hours which we would never normally have the time yeah. for and even at the weekend you know combining that with other social situations we would often think oh we're going to cook something oh we're actually going to only have an hour and a half yeah. by the time we've been out for lunch and done this and yeah. done that so yeah it's been nice to kind of and do you know not just cook nice food but do it together yes, as well being together at that time is probably really crucial as well like yeah being and, there for and each so other. spending that time together and just getting out of the house fresh yeah. air walks around the yeah. park and just being out and about has has been really good as well and I think that when Alex was at home it was easier to motivate each other and of course being a teacher I my kind of compassionate leave rolls straight into six weeks of of summer summer. holiday Mm -hmm. and that is a bit scary to be honest And, and I woke up yesterday morning and I just thought oh my gosh we're going on holiday in three weeks we are going for for two weeks of, of sunshine in Corfu. That will be beautiful. And we're very much a lover of a swimming pool and, yeah. and the sunshine. And that will be really great. But it's three weeks away. And I just thought, I haven't really got That's anything. a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of nothingness. And and Alex has obviously got to go to work each day. Yeah. And, and that's quite daunting because I then need to fill that time yeah. somehow. So yesterday was a pretty tough day because I didn't have a plan and I hadn't really thought about what I was going to be doing this week because last week was pretty busy and I had quite a lot of stuff on and then suddenly it's an empty social calendar I think it's about with grief as well because you've got the the initial like stages and everyone's around and people are all there and then Mm. that starts to like 
fizzle out and especially when you've got summer holidays as well is like people are back at work and not everybody's off and people are like going on different holidays so it's kind of that can be really yeah tricky when things sort of start to like go back to like I'm gonna say like a sense of normality for everybody else but you're still dealing with this massive thing that's happened yeah. and you have to be kind to yourself and allow yourself experience that and it just that the when almost the cruelty of that life goes on and and how do you how do you ever get back to being what you were and I know they will always be different obviously but like I remember saying, telling, telling Jackie earlier that my mum lost her brother and she found that really challenging was that everyone else going about their daily business when this massive things happened in your life and how do you balance that between getting on with things yourself but also allowing yourself to experience your grief yeah and I definitely think that that's quite a tough thing because part of me wishes that I had to go back to work Mm -hmm. soon just Mm -hmm. to give me that sense of routine because while I was in those first I think I had two and a half weeks off before Wes or three weeks nearly before Wes came along that actually I really got into spending a couple of hours a day lying on the sofa reading my brilliant friend great great book (laughs) Ash read it too read read the all four of them the characters are horrible but they are really good and that was a really happy time you know Mm -hmm. in those crazy rains I'd go outside and have really long walks around the park and and you know not in the rain well, no, not right. not intentionally in the rain, but okay, the rain right. was so crazy at that time. Yeah, I'd leave the house mental. and then often just get yeah. soaked and then, you know, reading those four tome-like books yeah. and getting through all of those in those first few weeks was, was a really great time and I'd got used to that slower pace of life and now that same stretch of yeah. nothingness then seems really intimidating because before, if I wasn't doing something, the thoughts that I was left alone with were... Oh my gosh, my baby's going to be born really soon and how exciting that would be. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, obviously those thoughts are very different about what I have lost and that feeling almost of of being robbed. Yes. Of of what you could have had. Yeah, Yeah. and what I thought I was going to have and and that desire to be a mummy and daddy and Mm -hmm. a family. Mm -hmm. And that is also really hard as well as just the fact that you miss that little bundle of loveliness so much. Mm -hmm. And so it's strange how what seemed like a really nice time so quickly turns yeah. into quite a, a horrible one and also quite an intimidating one yeah so i realized that what i really need is a plan for yeah. each day to really think okay what am i going to do and alex asked me this morning before i went to work, he said what are you going to do today and i said today i am going to read a book and i'm going to go for a really nice long walk yeah and that was exactly what i did and then i even baked bread on top of that yes, and, and made something <laughs> nice for dinner from scratch so you know I feel like that was good and and it's not to say that in those times I didn't think about Wes or I didn't miss Wes yeah but at the same time those thoughts weren't consuming me. yes and that sometimes you know they need to consume you and sometimes you need to have a good cry and yeah. some people think that a good cry doesn't make you feel better and I have to say the blinding headache a good cry mm. gives you from the digestion <laughs> It's pretty shocking, <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes I actually feel like a good cry is the right thing. It's to cathartic do. though as well. It's yeah. like definitely like it's something that you just. Sometimes there's nothing that quite like that just release of emotion. Yeah, and 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 so I know that you know someone has said we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be selfish and do what we want to do. And that yeah. sometimes that's fine to mm-hmm. to have that. But I definitely think for me. I need a plan even on those days where I'm always planning in okay in the morning I'm not going to do anything because it's 
it's a tough morning yeah but I'm still going to do this thing in the yeah. afternoon and that you know changing plans is okay as well we've definitely cancelled on a few people in the last month so I'm sorry podcast listeners if I've cancelled on you <laughs> in the last month but I think you just need to kind of understand yeah. in that I think it's like having the plans and then knowing that if those plans have to change they were there but having the flexibility with them that I have a plan in place if today is not the right day for it that's okay and if all of your friends you've all your podcast and listener friends will have completely understood if that's yeah. been the case and I think it's also that you feel kind of a listlessness in a way of mm-hmm. not feeling passionate about anything yeah. and not feeling like you want to do anything mm-hmm. so yesterday I hadn't didn't have a plan when I woke up in the morning and I was just sat in the living room about 11 o'clock in the morning and I thought well I could do this and I and I could do that and I could do this but actually having no desire to, to really, do anything yeah, yeah. And that I just didn't have the initial push within myself mm. to to get started on mm-hmm. something, and that that then because it there was no plan in place, it just meant that it then tumbles into a bit of an emotional abyss. Yeah, mm. to be honest, and and that's quite hard. But then I'd also at first I didn't want to read anything either, and I, I just felt like I didn't have any concentration. Yeah. Uh, and then quite unfortunately I have now realised the first thing that I did try to read was our book club book for last month yeah not good <laughs> my language. Uh, Confessions rubbish. of an Ugly Sister was not one that I enjoyed because oh, I enjoyed but it was kind of my issue is, it is it's kind of magic yeah but not really magic it wasn't because I do like magical realism as we like discussed before but that wasn't it was neither it wasn't <clears> one or the other it was just oh no I just know yeah, so I kind of felt like I was really struggling to get back into reading. But I realised today when I started another book that actually it wasn't I was struggling to get into reading. It was, it was the choice It was just book. that book. And that today I actually read a book that is a, is a book that, that kids at school are going to be looking at called yeah. Chinese Cinderella. And I lived in China and studied a lot of Chinese history at yeah. school. And I really enjoyed reading yeah. the book and there were lots of things in it that I'd forgotten about and I just find... Chinese history so fascinating and and this family situation that was autobiographical was really interesting to me and and I thought you know this is something that I feel interested and passionate and motivated Mm -hmm. about and it was also doing a little bit of work at the same time because I was thinking of book group questions as well for the kids and that was really nice to to realize okay that passion is still there but it's just taking that initial it's harder to get that step to to get there to get the motivation yeah definitely and so that was nice to get back into that today lots of nice long walks as well in the park although yeah. ash pointed out when she got over this afternoon <laughs> i've inadvertently burnt myself quite badly it was cloudy today i was it always catches you out there's <laughs> blimmin clouds they'll get you every time jackie i know and, and me and ash both suffer, suffer with the uh, pasty pasty skin. yeah i think i'm slightly more pasty than you are jackie but <laughs> well, that's, definitely um, the irish vibes coming through on this skin yes, tone but i think you're more pasty than me today because i'm just quite red yeah so uh, we'll we'll sort that out soon I'll be on but, um, but yeah kind of going out and getting in the fresh air was, was really nice as well and I, I live very near Brockwell Park and I love going to that park a lot it's but lovely. today I went to Dulwich Park instead <laughs> even for a little change of scene because I thought you know let's let's just do something a little bit different so that was quite nice as well yeah. so I and think... getting out and about I'm sure is really like beneficial like just being in the fresh air seems to be quite therapeutic as well to be out and about yeah and I also think just kind of being a bit more active because I also had a yeah. cesarean and so it's a really big operation yeah. and I don't think I'd really 
anticipated quite what the physical effects yeah. of that could be. I mean, obviously at my NCT parenting classes, they talked about it, but it is pretty major. And, and for the first week you are walking like a 90 year old and apologies to any super fit active 90 year olds <laughs> out there, but essentially very, very, very slowly and it's quite painful. And, and mm. even now I'm, you know, you don't get cleared to do any actual exercise yeah. until at least six weeks. I mean, you need to give yourself that time to heal as well. Yeah, and that your body has got loads of scarring and it needs to sort itself out. And so it's nice just to be able to walk at what I would describe as a normal pace now. <laughs> you know, Probably still quite faster than your average, I'd imagine, because you do walk pretty fast. So I'm, I'm definitely faster than the people on Brixton High Street who, you know, the, seem to think that a pace of about one mile an hour is fine but I don't think that's saying much but yes yeah, so that's been nice to get out in the fresh air and, and, and do some long walks and feel a little bit more active again mm-hmm. but I know that at the same time I have to be patient as well yeah so it's been a, a pretty tough time yeah, it's fair to say definitely but at the same time I don't want myself to be in a pit of despair all day every day because it's so exhausting yeah and that while it feels good to have a cry sometimes, I also feel like sometimes when I've bawled my eyes out at the back of my mind, I kind of feel like, come on, yeah, let's get this together, let's do something, because that is going to make you feel a little bit better, and it doesn't stop you missing that person, and yeah. it doesn't stop you thinking about that person, and it's also just recognising that you can still enjoy things and don't need to feel bad about that yeah. as well. And that's a, it's a process though, isn't it? So, and they do say that grief is a process of going through mm. those things. But if you, you need to take that, those initial steps, which I'm sure are so challenging to get to a point where you can genuinely start to enjoy things again and do things that you really love again and, and feel the same that you used to feel for them. Because I'm sure at, at, at the moment, as you said, with that listlessness and everything's maybe just tainted a little bit because it's because things have changed so dramatically but what what is your what are your alternatives that you do at that's I mean you just you have to to try and that's must be the most difficult thing in the world and you're so like I know it's like oh Jackie's so amazing but she genuinely <laughs> is so inspirational in the way that you have that you do make those efforts every single day and even doing this podcast and everything I just think it's so Listen, I and I'm getting emotional. It's not even flipping <laughs> anything to do with me, but you really genuinely have been so strong throughout this, and I think that's it's such a testament to your character to be able to to do that and to to have that will to keep going when you could absolutely down tools and just be like, no, I'm just not not going to do anything ever again. But then, what's what's your life then? Yeah, and also that I almost think that seems like a waste for Wes. Yeah, that he fought so hard. Yeah us and gave us this amazing little time yeah. with him and time as a family that you know yes there is definitely time for grieving and that yes there is time for missing him and, mm-hmm. and that I miss him every minute of every day mm-hmm. but at the same time I can't let that consume me because then it feels almost like a waste yeah and that I don't want to end up in just a horrible horrible place yeah. because of it and mm-hmm. that you know life does go on as hard as that is and mm-hmm. I think the scary thing about grief perhaps is that I don't know if this is the worst I don't know if I'm going to feel worse yeah. in a week's time yeah. if I'm going to feel worse in a month's time in yeah. six months time or actually is this the worst bit now yeah. 
you don't am I getting and I don't know yeah and you know and there's no way of knowing that either there's no exactly but as we know from our discussions on the podcast I like to be in control of things I like to be able to kind of plan things and know what's going to happen and and that unknown fact of how this is going to impact on me long term yeah is pretty hard because I don't there's so many unknowns with it yeah and you don't know when this what what points are going to be challenging or what you like what your friend's mom has said the the waves that just catch you that you not expecting at certain times will trigger certain things that you just and you you do lose that sense of control over it because it's just so yeah different and and i think that it's something that is going to be interesting to see how it impacts is work itself because you know as I've said many times, I've always really loved my job. It's really exciting. I've actually got a promotion the week yes, before I went yes. on maternity leave. So that's very exciting that when I do go back in September, I'm actually going to be going back into a new role. So there's lots to get my head around there. But also that I'm not bothered about work right now. Yeah. And that I actually know that I need to be a bit bothered because <laughs> when I go back at the start of September... I need to know what I'm doing and yeah. I obviously didn't anticipate going back to work in September and I had switched off from work pretty quickly and it was really quite nice <laughs> when I was on maternity leave you know whoosh it, I, I was in the zone of I've got six months off yeah. and that when you know like in the summer holidays you've got a long period off that you do go into switch off mode yeah, whereas now I've got to get back into it and I know that once I actually sit down and, and begin that I'm sure that I will get some enjoyment there and I will be able to focus on it and do it and probably need to do about a whole week of work because I need to know what I'm teaching <laughs> and what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and because I like my job and, and I want to be good at my job, I don't want to go back and people say, mm, yeah. know, she's not quite as good yeah, as she was. She's not coping. Yeah, and, and yeah. actually I know that it's okay not to cope and I know that it's okay for me to be different. But I feel like for me as a person... You would find that really challenging. I would find that hard mm-hmm. that I I feel like while I will still be very much in the grip of grief and loss in six yeah. weeks' time, I also feel like I want to be able to keep it together yeah. at work to focus my energies on that without work becoming a bolt hole. Yes, so it so easily can as well. Which is a, a, another reason why we started the podcast as well, because it's very easy when you you have any sort of like difficulties. I think, and I'm not sure if it's just teaching or other, I'm sure other jobs as well, but you can slip into that, like, sort of, like the to-do list can never end, and you can just keep, keep working, keep working, keep working, and it, like, plugs other gaps that you have in your life, and you feel that you're like, well, I'm working all the time, so it's fine. But then when you stop as well, it's not fine. And mentally, it's not fine to have that as your get out. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I don't want it to become my default to avoid me being mm-hmm. upset about Wes or to avoid me thinking about Wes. Because yeah. actually, he's always going to be a part of my life. Yeah. And, and that I feel like over time, will I think about him less? Yeah, I probably will. Mm-hmm. Because at the moment, I think about him most of the day and I know that over time that that won't necessarily be the case and that's not to kind of diminish his memory or his importance but it is the fact that that I hope that grief will lessen over time and that it will it will feel different so I think it'll be really interesting to see how how work changes and my relationship with work Mm -hmm. changes as well and how that kind of work-life balance will be affected by this and whether that is something that is short-term or long-term again something that we don't 
really know yeah. at the moment because it's obviously still really very early days and that mm-hmm. something that I really enjoyed before for example was choir and told yeah. you all about how I'd sing like a nutter walking across Clapham Common <laughs> in the morning and that everyone would, would enjoy my dulcet tones um, and I've already signed up to our choir's Christmas concert mm-hmm. which is a very big deal because it's in Westminster I think Westminster Hall that's right it yeah and it's very fun it's very big pop mm-hmm. choir come and, come and see us it'll be great I already signed up for that in December and that, that kind of made me think right I'm definitely you know going back in September yeah. because pop choir and runs in the term term time and so it's not actually on at the moment which is a bit sad in a way because that was a good weekly thing and I think singing is very cathartic and it's good to do that and I have to say I'm definitely going to need to practice before I go back in September because otherwise I'm going to be right back to square one with not being able to (laughs) sing anything and that at the moment I haven't quite got to the stage where I feel like singing yet but I definitely need to start doing some practice again. So maybe I could plan that in for one day this yeah. week so that I can get back on the, yeah. the singing trail. <laughs> get your practice on. Yeah, get those harmonies going. <gasps> those harmonies. They're, so they're just constantly my nemesis. <laughs> I will get there with them. So I think that, that those kind of things, having them in the pipeline and, and kind of milestones, I guess, of things to yeah. look forward to, of I'm definitely going to do this, I'm definitely yeah. going to do that, are, are important for me. And that... You know, like I say, that's my experience. But for other people, they might not want to commit themselves to doing anything because they just don't feel that they can see that far ahead. Yeah. And I have no idea what life in December will be like yeah. when it's this Christmas concert. But I kind of hope that it is a bit better than it is now yeah. and a bit easier than it is now. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, for obvious reasons, I've done quite a lot of talking this podcast because that's... it is something that... Want to share the experience about Wes, but oh, actually, are also very Fair enough. important part of this podcast too. So, you know, what have you been doing in this past six weeks since our last podcast? Well, the past six weeks has been—I've um, not been very good at moving over work, Jackie. At all, I've been very, very bad at moving Ash, over what's work. Happened? I know. I just—you know what? I know what happened. I got into the mindset of it's six. It's six weeks, and then I have my break, and then I just got into the way of like just getting caught up in things I think it was kind of a crazy term and everything and obviously with everything that happened with you and everything as well so everything just sort of like went out of its normal sink and I was just like not where I'd been before and I still I was still going to choir and stuff like that for most of the weeks and then um just things just got crazy at work I think it's just that end of term rush and everybody's just like working to the to the, the final sprint and you but once you get there you're like well now I've got the six weeks and I'm off. So I wasn't very good at moving work. I did, I kept up my reading. I did my thing. And I start, I've started walking. I've kept up walking home from work, which I was really enjoying and getting my podcasts on. I'm a very scary podcast. I like the black tapes. Really good. Don't listen to Jackie. You'll be far too scared. So. I'm a real, I'm a real <laughs> wimp on anything scary. Scary films, scary TV. I mean, Luther is too scary for me. I'm a love kind of person Luther. that has to just sit with my head behind the cushion and just say, is, has it happened yet? Has it happened yet? It's just the anticipation rather yes. than the actual scaredy yeah. nature. Well, the black tips not. I don't think it's for you. It's um, it's not even that scary. But anyway, first of all, we didn't let the podcast listen. So those things have kept me going. Um, but yeah, so we got all, we finished term last Wednesday, and since then it's kind of been a bit of a blur of days. I think you go into like almost a recovery for a bit, where you just sit, I'm just sleeping and just getting caught up and doing things. And I'm also like mid moving house and like different things going on, and um, staying in London for a little bit extra than I normally would have done. So I'm also just kind of like bide my time until I actually get home and then I think I get home I'll be like oh now I can probably relax I'm on my holidays now and um, people feel quite 
separate from that so I've noticed a little bit my anxiety sort of creeping back in again of that right well I'm not like what if I'm not working what am I doing what like what's going on and today like really sadly I went into work just to sort out like the classroom and stuff like that and it's the first day I felt sort of like normal again and I was like this is obviously a real flag to me that I need to get better at moving over work because this can't happen every time but it's very similar to what you said about having a plan in place piece of day I had a plan I was like right I'm going to go in I've got to do this in the morning I've got to go into work and then I'm going to meet Jackie after we go for dinner and have a nice time with Jackie and it's the first day where I've been like yep this has been a really really good day and I haven't felt anxious because I knew exactly what I was going to do and I've got the next couple of days just sort of similar vibe so I think, not just going into work every day oh no not just going into work no, sorry, <laughs> similar vibe in terms of like having plans and having things to do meeting up with different people and seeing them before I go back to Ireland and stuff like that so that as well I think just I don't know maybe it's our personality types or something but needing that plan needing stuff in place because otherwise it's just like having that space in front of you can be just so like too overwhelming and it's like what do, like, what do you do with it then and it can make you feel a bit like weird so um yeah so I've been I've been quite bad at moving over work but I am on a mission to get better as always but also the fact that you recognize the the kind of old habits that you Mm -hmm. were slipping back into is a flag for future half terms when you're starting to get into that oh well i'll do it in the holidays i'll just yeah i'll just get to this point i'll just get you have to cut that out yeah and that you know you're recognizing that pattern Mm -hmm. is part of the progress i suppose yeah yeah even acknowledging the fact that 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 that's happened that you'd be like well next time I'll be more aware that I need to have something, I need to be doing these things in the run up to that break as well as just to get to the break because then you freak out and you're like, no, I don't know what to do. I've just been waiting, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the six week holiday and now it's coming. I'm like, okay then. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, here. So I've just, uh, God, now what, to, what do I do? Mm. And we appreciate podcast listeners that you've been ever so patient with us because yeah. we thought at the beginning when we started making our podcast that we try and get one out every two weeks. And just along the way, there has been holidays, there have been babies, yeah. and that sometimes we have not had a podcast for as long as six weeks like this time. And we're going to have to have another long break over the summer yes. when Ash goes away. And then from September, we promise that we will be better uh, as being regular podcasters yes. yeah. and get one out to you every three weeks. So from September, we will be back with a regular podcast. Yeah. So we've got this time off and yeah. it is going to be filled with something. Yeah, who knows? And we what? don't quite well. Yeah, it's going to be filled yeah. with a daily planet, both yeah. teams, to, to fill that empty void that, that I have definitely got in my life right now. Mm. So thinking about what am I going to be doing between now and September? Number one... I need to recover and get yeah. my body back to good health. Because something that I'd really like to do is to be able to join some kind of sporty activity yeah. that actually involves other people. Because I'm also really aware that lots of things that I'm doing at the moment are, again, solitary things. Yeah. We've talked about this before and, as well. They're and enjoyable, but you miss that company. Yeah, and that was actually really nice when Alex was off work, that when we were baking or cooking, we were doing it together. And we'd previously talked about how you, know, you couldn't really bake with somebody else because... Mm you just do everything and we kind of fell into a little bit of a pattern I mean I'd say Alex is a somewhat of a superior cook to me so he perhaps takes more of the responsibilities but I felt definitely much more confident in the kitchen than I had before when I was cooking with him but it was still 
now that I'm doing those things by myself mm-hmm. and that I'd like to to like with choir which I've really enjoyed yeah. going to being around other people there and being part of that choir community yeah. as well that I'd like to join some kind of sporting activity maybe a netball team or something where I'm doing something that's in a group and committing yeah. myself to something because I've really mm-hmm. found that once I committed to choir yeah. it was really good at getting me to go so I need to get fitter first because unfortunately the joys of a cesarean means you're just a little bit slow and yeah. you've got a lot of healing to yeah. do before I and can you let as well say short-term pain long-term gain if you start too quick you're just going to set yourself back so it's giving yourself the time to yeah properly recover absolutely so I do know that I need to be to be patient so number one is I'm going to recover by being good to myself but yep. also doing lots of nice long work not long, not long work <laughs> long walks but I'm also going to be practicing my singing so that when I get back I don't feel yeah. like I'm back in reception at school yep. and don't know how to do anything um and also that you know I'm going to be working over the holidays so we'll see how that goes what about you Ash when you're at home what are you planning to do so well I'm going on a religious pilgrimage with my mum which is all kinds of fun so I don't know what that's going to be like but I think it'd be it's in um, Bosnia so we're going away for a week together so it'd be just really nice I think just that time as well just to like reflect on this year and everything will be actually be really good and I'm not religious myself but I think I'm quite spiritual so I think that'll be nice to have that space to do that and to be with my mum as well be just really lovely as well so I'll do that for a week I think that mindset of being properly away will be really good to like sort of chill out and to get rid of some of that like silly like oh I don't know what I'm doing with my time anxiety where I'm like on your holidays where you don't it doesn't have the same impact you're like I've got this day of nothing great whereas if you're at home you're like I've got this day of nothing what am I going to do so I think that would be really nice is it just when you're at home and you think you've got a day of nothing what should I yeah what should I be doing maybe yeah maybe that's part of it um, so I'll be doing so I'm going for my religious pilgrimage and then I'm just going to go back to home for the rest of the summer for another three weeks so that'll be like lots of things like I'm going to take care of my brother's dog I'll do some baking and do some nice things and just visiting friends and family so that'll be nice, um, a nice break as well and also I'm actually going to take this time to properly research I think I feel like Jackie on every podcast I'm like so I'm going to look up this thing and I'm going to look up this and I'm going to look up this and I don't actually ever do it in the three weeks or the, whatever goes by and I'm like six weeks at this stage and I haven't done any of that um, so I just need the space I think to properly be like what am I really keen on doing and what will that look like like when we did choir when we said like, oh let's do like, we'll join a choir but then you actually like got on it and we're like I found this choir it's pop choir let's do this let's sign up and I was like yeah great so I need to do some similar things as well like, I'm still really keen on finding like a hiking group that goes on hikes out, out of London just the things that, that I want to like look into um and think about more of a strategic plan for when I come back in September to not let myself get back into those old habits really quickly, which can happen when work becomes quite sort of like overwhelming nearly in those initial stages where everything's sort of coming together again, you get sort of back into the swing of things with the term. To not let that overwhelm me this time and just be really committed to the stuff I've signed up to and be like, yep, yeah, I'm doing all these things. I'm obviously still gonna be doing choir practicing the moves Woo-hoo. absolutely there's some great the cringe moves, moves that are quiet. <laughs> you know we've been doing this podcast for about four months now I think mm-hmm. and we'd be really great to hear from you listeners out there tweeting us at moveoverwork now or emailing us at moveoverwork at gmail.com to find out what you've been doing to help move over work 
have we inspired you to take up something Mm -hmm. new have you got any suggestions for us or over your summers are you trying to do something different or have you also like us as a teacher got some time off and it makes you go ah with that lack of routine there and thinking about what to fill we'd just like to make a little dedication for this podcast to the lovely Wes Green he was a brilliant brilliant baby and as a very biased mother I'd also (laughs) say a very beautiful one he was a very very beautiful Um, baby and yeah we could not have imagined that this was going to happen and it is just one of those things that life throws at you but at the same time I don't want to let what has happened with Wes make my life worse yeah and and he's he's brought so much joy to you in that short time that he was here and he like as you said like the love that you felt for him and the love from everyone else around as well it's just that's so special as well to to honor that as well absolutely and the the grief that you feel is pretty uncontrollable Mm -hmm. and for any of the listeners out there that have experienced anything similar or are going through any grieving at the moment then obviously our hearts go out to all of you and that also if you've got any tips or anything that you'd like to share then again please do get in touch with us because I do think that it is something that is not talked about a lot and that British people are very polite about and that don't really know what to do yeah. or, or how to yeah. to help people so sharing those experiences really, yeah. be really good be really to share great. that yeah definitely. so we will see you in september we'll see how things are going for both of us then hopefully yeah. grief will not quite have such a, a hard hold on my heart mm-hmm. by then and that ash is going to come back with some definites <laughs> for us yeah about what she's going to be doing for those new hobbies in september yeah. so take care over the summer and we will catch you soon thank you for listening bye, bye.